0: Welcome to the Astro Effect. segments of a series with host Terence IJ Buddies on AstroFix. This is Jenny Shakeshaft. Go ahead, everyone, introduce yourselves.
1: Hello, everyone. Drew.
0: <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's the name you're going to go by?
1: Drew, <laughs> yeah. That's it. There's one name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Drew is up in the house.
2: Rana. Nathan Owen. Samit Iyengar.
0: too neat.
1: That's uh, the composer John Hopkins.
0: Right on. John Hopkins, welcome to our show. (laughs) Okay, so Teresa. Teresa Monkvold is joining us from Ames, Iowa, and we are introducing her to our host, Terrence I.J. Bettys, for the first time on the airwaves. (laughs) Hello, Terrence.
3: Greetings, Teresa. How are you doing?
0: I'm good.
3: Pleasure to meet you.
0: So, Teresa, there's a bunch of us in the studio. It's all dudes and me. (laughs) So thank God you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
4: Thank goodness. I'm super happy to be here with all these dudes and you, Jenny.
0: (laughs) Okay. All these
1: dudes are happy, too.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness! So, um, Teresa, I told you the the clocks are off right now in my world, but ultimately, right. you know, we're just kind of mixing health a little bit and with what Terrence and a lot of light workers here tonight. I feel that's why I chose all of these okay. lovely human beings to be on the show. Let's start there, Teresa. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do and why you chose to get into health and wellness.
4: So, I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I worked for years in hospitals and worked with people who had chronic disease. And that really inspired me to go into this field and work on the other end so that people stopped chronic disease progression and so that's what i do i work with people on lots of different levels kind of doing nutritional rehabilitation if you will and restoring their health or preventing progression of ill health also so i use a lot of different methods and
0: so drew you can speak on that a little bit and so can terrence
1: i think um we're into an age of, like,
4: healing right now. So I think that's an overall theme for just, like, everybody from whether it's the planet and other species and mm. elements on this planet and, 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 and humans, you know what I mean? So I think people are waking up to new ways of the idea that they, they can actually heal themselves and not, you know, not not go through the, the whole traditional medical system. Yes. Yes, I agree. And food can be really healing for people and not just the food itself, but the enjoyment and the satisfaction and, you know, it goes deeper than just the food or the nutrients that are in that food. And and I agree with you. We're at a place where people are, you know, looking at at the environment and just all aspects of healing and wellness.
0: Terrence, what do you think about food right now? you use it for?
3: Uh... Right now I'm full, so what I think about food is <laughs> it's a good thing to us all. When it comes to the nutrients, it really it's the medicine. It's the medicine itself. Everything you're looking for and every pill that can be prescribed to you, prescription that can be written to you is in the food. And uh, the environment itself, the elements of the environment is what help kill us all. You take away the agriculture of food and growing of Organic things, then you're left with the elements. Water, which is very vital to us all, plays a very important part in having it in your system because it carries a vibration. And with that being said, it carries a very, very strong healing vibration. So when it comes to the food, it's important as well because it, it, it is what nurtures our body.
0: Well, I think that we're, we're getting away a little bit from the medical system of everything being a doctor's prescription, right? Absolutely. What did the doctor order and how does that help heal you? And Drew and I recently, you know, we're talking about an individual we both know, just changing your patterns, right? How do you eat differently? How do you take care of yourself differently? How do you cut out those negatives to make a positive? And Teresa, you grew up with physicians in your family and a background with that what made you steer away and get back into just like the natural source in helping people?
4: Well you know it actually it was interesting working years ago in the hospitals when doctors would order really strict diets for people and I started to notice a pattern the more restricted a diet order was for a patient the more disordered They were with their food and the more guilt and shame they had around eating food that they weren't supposed to be eating. And so I actually started my private practice using an intuitive eating model or a mindful eating model, just helping people, you know, to just take the confusion out of feeding yourself and to take the shame and the guilt away from like, it's okay to have a hamburger or a piece of cake because the satisfaction of having that as part of life, its part of enjoying food. And um, so I built my practice on that. And then from that, it just kind of organically went into looking at nutrient deficiencies because people would be very disordered with food and leave out food groups. And then they would have nutrient deficiencies as a result, or they would have digestive issues as a result because of fear of foods guilt and shame related to eating certain foods. So it kind of just organically went from working from the intuitive eating model to looking deeper at nutrient deficiencies and digestive issues and the gut-brain axis and then, you know, food, food as healing and food as a prescription, really, to help people heal. It's a little bit different than... Some other traditional practices that somebody might think of when they think of working with a registered dietitian or a nutritionist.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, all of us are based here in LA, so we're very familiar with vegan <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. staying healthy. Sure but but even dieting. where you're based. Yeah, like or,
4: yeah.
0: where you're well, you're in Iowa. You know, you're in a completely different space. And that's kind of the goal of this entire show, I think, for all of us is to be light workers and help people so me, you have medical history in your background let's you're being quiet over there, but you know
2: <laughs> well, food is a big part. Of, I'm a type one diabetic and have been for thirty five years, so I'm very conscious about food and also it, at this age now trying to think about uh, the health effects of of food in long term, I think we don't talk enough about you know we talk about diseases and medicine and all of those things but we don't really talk about what we actually eat and uh, how that may impact what we talk about so this discussion is really interesting to me but yeah i mean i've i've been uh, a diabetic for a long time and so i I've, I've paid extra attention to to those issues my whole life
4: mm-hmm. yeah you have to really eat with more intention Mm-hmm. Because because your your blood sugars are affected right from everything you eat exactly and, um, you know and I think our traditional medical model even even with a diagnosis of diabetes I don't think there's enough emphasis on food mm-hmm. and how to take care of yourself and how to feed yourself intuitively like I'm hungry I need to eat you know I need to stop what I'm doing and take time to eat or I'm full I, I need to be done eating now. And I went to the doctor the other day. I was sick. I went into a different doctor that I normally see. And I, they said, here, fill this out before we see you. And it was like your name and address. And then why are we seeing you today? And then the other question was, what pharmacy do you like to use? Mm. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's frustrating. Like our medical model now is, it's just based on, Giving a prescription, and I that's very sad to me.
2: Yeah, I and my dad was a doctor, you know, and uh, so I have a lot of respect for that profession, but I do think sometimes in Western medicine, especially, there is this sort of band aid kind of philosophy to medicine mm-hmm. rather than sort of addressing the underlying causes of these things. So it's always easier to take a pill, I guess, and actually figure out what the cause of it is
0: well it's like the matrix you can go red or blue right, exactly. <laughs> which way you want to go right.
1: at last welcome Neo as you no doubt have guessed I am Morpheus I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Do you believe in fate, Neo? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. I know exactly what you mean. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. A prison. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
3: So Terrence,
0: Terrence, actually, you studied healing. I feel like I say it wrong every time. It's Reiki healing. Oh,
3: yes, absolutely. Reiki.
0: Reiki. I don't, excuse me for not saying that right. Um, So Reiki healing. Tell us a little bit more about that for people who don't understand what that means.
3: Reiki healing basically is a method of using raw energy from within the body and around you that one can possess to transform and heal another person. You can do it by way of touch or not touching, and you can also send it out. So in some cases, you don't even have to be in the same city or state as the person, and you can heal them. I love it. I like it. Spent quite some time learning it. A lot of people going to class for a day, hey, I'm certified. But it took me years to do it, at least how I perform and do what I do. It's different forms uh, you can use it other than the touch and sending it through intentions uh, also an ancient method from China using the breath in which they call the bridge of life. Uh, I love using that as well so thus being the name Prana.
0: I, I secretly told Drew and you uh, Prana that I feel like I have healing but I don't use it necessarily through breath. I use it through my hands. So it's an energy. It's like a, a really hot, like a fire almost that comes through my hands. And Drew and I recently went on a trip and somebody was injured. <laughs> and it was one of those moments where actually I came in and I just kind of held my hands over her. And it was a call to action, if you will. But um, it's not something that I like overtly practice, you know. It's just something that I know. And Teresa, I think the same could probably be said for you, though, that what you've chosen to do. Um, in regards to helping people understand a healthy lifestyle with food. It's also all of us have different energies, right? We were discussing this. You have water, fire, air, earth, all these different energies and where do they come from and how are we using them? So when you manipulate fire, when you manipulate earth or you work with air, right? How do you control air? (laughs) How do you control fire? Mm -hmm. But if you're somebody that has that essence, um, it's a very powerful thing. You know, It's almost like I feel like the day and age we're living in, people are waking up like the (laughs) X-Men. We're like, yeah, we're mutants. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, if we added Heart,
1: we could be an episode of Captain Planet.
0: Earth!
1: Wind! Water! Heart! Go Planet!
0: Booyah. (laughs) (laughs) So Terrence brought a couple of things with him to the studio today. There are these beautiful pieces that he creates and makes and for those of you who are just now joining us in the series terrence is a native american and he what was the tribe again that's long wolf Wolf, yeah he has made these absolutely stunning uh, necklaces and i'd like you to tell us a little bit more about what those mean to you and what they do for others
3: absolutely so what we have here today these pieces that i designed and created we have two as you will versions of them one One version is called uh, peace and power medallions, which are actually the stones in which we've always had here on the earth. A lot of these stones are dug up from the ground and they're crystals that possess these certain energies for healing. They've been here long before we have, and they will be here long after we've transitioned to another place. And those are labeled peace and power because they give peace, in a sense, and power to the person that possesses them for whatever they choose to possess them for. Each stone has its own characteristic. Uh, another version of the Jews that I have I call uh, Stones of Protection. And I want to tell a short story about one of the clients that I had. A client that I had, he's into commodities and he loved to go overseas for that purpose of digging stones out of the ground, gold and diamonds and all of this. So usually when you visit these places that he go, uh, the law enforcement is not so nice to him because he's considered a foreigner. And when he's in these places, he's always getting harassed. So he asked me for a protection piece. So I made him one. And the piece that he was asking for until was to keep him from getting harmed, to be... Just totally totally honest, he asked for a piece to keep him from being killed because the story he had heard is when you go over there, they know what you're coming over there for. So usually you're coming over there with money so you can purchase these stones and diamonds or whatnot. And he said the story behind it is they'll either throw you out the window if you're in a hotel room, high up the floor, or they'll take you in a helicopter, go up in the sky, throw you out of the helicopter. I said that's interesting So I made him a piece And These protection pieces Are harnessed by the energy I create for that person And I actually communicate With the stones And tell them what to do So in communication With these stones What I did was Put the energy of protecting him From being Killed If you will Murdered Whatever However you want to say it So Lo and behold He calls me They start harassing him He said they kicked in his door Three men They grabbed him Emptied his pockets Asked him who he was He gave his ID He gave his passport That still wasn't enough They beat him up a little bit And he said one grabbed him by his feet The other grabbed him by his hands And they went straight to the window Now as they carried him over to the window The one who was watching Asked him to hold on They let him go And out of all things, he snatched a piece off his neck and he said, go. He said, we don't want to see you again. So the point I'm trying to make is they were actually getting ready to throw him out of the window. But the piece that he had around around his neck, excuse me, caught the eye of the third guy and he took the chain. So in placement of his life being taken, the chain was taken. What's funny is he called me and he was like, man, they took my chain. And I'm like, okay, they took your chain. But do you remember what the chain was made for? Yeah, me. No, it was a protection piece. The chain was designed for you. But in the energy of that chain, it was made and created to protect you from death. They speak for themselves and everything comes about word of mouth through people experience with the chains that I make. So I love them and people love them as well. And I am excited to be able to bring them to you all. Everything's custom made. You'll find no one chain piece alike. So,
0: you know, there's a, um, excuse me, there's a, a Jewish saying, capores. And it means, um, in a sense, if you lose something or something was taken from you, it's in place of something that was going to happen to you. Right. So Absolutely. a couple of years ago, I went to Mexico and all of my luggage was stolen. Literally every single piece. And I remember thinking, well, <laughs> hey, if that was in place in my life, by all means, take all my
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just take it all. They're just swimsuits. I was in Mexico. So that's weird. But do you. <laughs> so I want to get us into a little bit of the readings that Terrence does. And Teresa, we want to start with you before we move on to the gentleman here. Again, for those of you just joining us, Terrence used as a device. That is beautiful, and he yeah. created it himself. Did you bring that device? You know what? Don't I, tell me you left that.
3: I brought that device, but I... It's not you, over here? It's not
0: over here. You me get it for you?
3: I'm not actually here in the studio.
0: Oh, it's not in the studio? No. Okay. That's what I was like. Oh. For.
3: But I actually brought another device in place of it. It's okay. So...
0: So normally he uses this feather, which, again, you all should tune in to the first couple episodes understand what that is, but... Teresa, he's going to ask you a few questions about yourself, and then we'll take it from there and see a little bit into what lies in the future for you.
3: Okay, Teresa, can you hear me? I can. Perfect. Can you tell me how to spell your name, please?
0: Yes,
4: it's T-H-E-R-E-S-A.
3: All right. So, here's what we're going to do. And the reason why I asked Teresa how to spell her name, because everything in this universe carries an energy nothing is without movement everything is living and her name speaks a lot and for that matter she could have wanted to go buy something else other than teresa but whatever you give to me holds an energy and with that energy it tells a story for you uh teresa the second thing i would like for you to do is pick a color
0: Teresa, um, yeah, uh, blue. Blue. <laughs> what do you in Monty Python? <laughs> like, say your favorite color, red. Don't no, blue. <laughs> <laughs> Just take your time. Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not here. Time.
3: Uh, so pick a random number. If you want to pick multiple numbers, do so. If you want to pick one number, pick one number.
4: Um,
3: forty-two. Forty-two. <laughs> Let's begin.
0: So, Nate, can you tell us what, what Terrence is doing? He's
1: making, he's making I cannot beat. tell. He's making a hard If the cap were not on his Sharpie, I imagine... He'd be
2: drawing something with a lot of circles and figure eights And dots
3: His his sharpie tip would be Annihilated at this point (laughs) Okay, Teresa Yeah So with this color blue When it comes to you The vibration that you hold Identifying with this color blue Really carries a very potent vibration That has to do with your feelings And how you feel Uh, And it's related to your practice and what you do. So, you work so hard at what you do, and you really, really believe in what you do, which has a good cause. The issue with it, which brings about the color blue, is tying into your emotions and being able to expand what you do and have a bigger, if you will, Client base in the sense of as your traditional doctors would do, trying to figure out how can I make this so big that it is the it thing for yourself, and also this color blue ties into you going back and forth with yourself when it comes to moving. So, do you want to talk about that?
4: Well, yeah, I'm not, um, I have to kind of, I have to kind of sit with that for a few minutes. Um, I don't know, blue, um, blue is a really natural color for me. um, And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of growing my business. And I always feel like it's bigger than, bigger than what I sometimes am ready for. And <laughs> um, <clears throat>
3: it is. It is.
4: And, uh, and the movement. I'm not sure that that there's a lot. There's a lot that could go into the movement part of that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have to kind of sit with that. Uh, For a little
3: bit Well When it comes to Like you said Sitting with it It's it's always Which Move to make And how do I move Mm -hmm. So In that being said Your movement is your energy And the decisions you make For yourself What you have to know is that You're covered This has came to you as a vibration for you to carry out, and no one else can carry out what you've been assigned to do. See, what you're not seeing in front of you is what one would look at as the unseen or the unspoken language. And you find yourself, like you said, how can I carry this out? It's something bigger than I would imagine myself being able to do. All the backup you need is already there. It's just the movement taking place with you pushing the mm-hmm. buttons and making the phone calls because you're not alone you ever had an idea come to mind and you don't move on that idea and then somebody else comes out with the same idea and they're like wow I was thinking of doing that like a year ago and nobody else was <laughs> it's the vibration of the universe giving you your task mm-hmm. and when you don't move in the order of your task. The vibration moves on to somebody else that's willing to go ahead and take that step to do so. So with that being said, I'm encouraging you to know that just like you are a light worker, you're holding the light, you're holding the counter, you're holding the torch. Go ahead and move with it. Because just like when an Olympian wins and he's holding the torch or she's holding the torch at the end, everybody's behind that person Mm -hmm. cheering, rooting them on. And that's what you got. And if nothing else, first and foremost, the most important is that you have a universe full of light workers that are on your side. So it's just like signing the papers on a dotted line. It's already worked out. You just have to sign. You just have to move your feet. There is no challenge but the challenge inside of you and how you feel.
4: Yeah, that's beautiful, Terrence. That's beautiful, and um, it really speaks to me. So thank you for that.
3: Absolutely no problem.
0: Terrence is trying, um, he's channeling again. Just going to get some clarifiers here.
3: So also what comes up for you in their movement, with what you're doing for your... Your business is is a partnership. So you have to deal with whether a partnership is the thing for you to do or is it something for you to do on your own as well. And in that, it causes you to be indecisive because you know how you want this to play out and you don't want, it's like this is your baby. So you don't want anyone messing with your child. You know what you have to do because you know what you've seen in the past. And you don't want no one coming in interfering with what you've already have drawn out in your mind to do. How does this to be completed? So what has to happen is clarity in your movement when it comes to partnership. If you decide to do that, you can't move forward with any type of help or partner if you're feeling that they're going to tank what it is you're doing. And a huge thing in your work that you do don't worry about the traditional doctors or anybody like that don't don't have any fear of anybody putting a stamp on you're not the person to go to or you're bad at your work or what you're doing is because you're chosen to do what you do and when you're doing something in a field as big as the one that already exists and it has been existing for years, you're bringing change so you bring people to you That are looking for change. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind.
4: Right, right. Yeah, I think you're. uh, That all makes a lot of sense to me.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the uh, those are things that I think about often and consider.
0: Well, I think um. What we're going to do, Teresa, is I want you to sit on that because one thing I've experienced with Terrence is um, he'll tell you something and it'll shock you, and you're not quite sure what you're going to do with it, and then you're going to go home and you're gonna sit on it,
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll
0: call us back and you'll join us again to let us know where that led you. Right.
4: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, uh, that's kind of how, um, I mean, I, I know I'll reflect back on these words and this conversation, um, and there will be some aha moments for sure, I think. So, yeah, so I'll definitely be in touch though when, when, uh, when those times come.
0: Let's do it. We'll have you back on. Mm -hmm. So Teresa, how can we find you? Where is your, um, where can everybody find you if they want, um, the doctor's yeah. prescription in the best and healthiest, most positive way.
4: Yes, my website, I I just launched my new website and it's mm-hmm. called
0: unfoods.com you, you spell that out for us.
4: U-Y-O-U and A-N-D foods, F-O-O-D-S unfoods.com It's a beautiful new website. I'm really proud of it. Um, I think it it displays uh, my work really beautifully and compassionately. I mean, you get a very warm and sense when you're visiting my website and all my contact information and everything is
0: on that website. Well, we look forward to it and to you helping us one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us tonight. We will definitely have you back on to Touch Base. Yes. Well, thank
4: you. It was really, it was uh, really a pleasure to be a part of the show tonight.
0: Thank you, Teresa.
3: It was a pleasure having you.
0: Thank you, Terrence. This has been Monument's production.